Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This, this, this is an Intel Studios production. It's one of those days, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. I feel like we need Ooh. to move the mic closer you to think, us. Oh, you think that's what you're doing? I thought you were stealing that. Mochi ball. Treat. I let out for you there. Welcome um, hi, to everybody. Making the Cut, people. Mmm. I'm Davina McCall. I'm Michael Douglas. And we are bringing you... I've got some good consumer goods products things to bring to you to the table today we only recommend things we don't talk about things we don't like life is too short for that kind of negative (laughs) shit and um we we like things we bring them to you we try and make them affordable as much as we can um, I am bringing you some quite expensive biker wear today but Uh, it's expensive because it is Good. It, yeah, and not only that, you know when um, something is iconic? Mm-hmm. It's iconic biker wear, so it's specialist. Biconic. Um, it's niche. Biconic? Biconic. What? Yeah. Oh, that's the name of a brand. Quick, that's trademark it right now. Get <laughs> yeah. on there, get online. Um, a trademarking is difficult, know, right? Like, we... everything's been trademarked. Yeah, everything. I tried, to, I tried to set up a production company. Well, I did set up a production company many moons ago, and we went through maybe 30 or 40 names. I've done it, yeah, as well. It's Every sort of production company's Every... gone. So if you have anything with the word media after it, no, or productions it. after it, forget it, it's gone. We even looked for Petri Productions. That's gone. It's Alan Partridge's. Do you know, um, did you see I laughed? Because yes. I actually knew. If Partridge you'd have said that to me yeah. a couple of years ago, wouldn't have known what you were talking no. about. No. This is how quick my Alan mm. Partridge education has gone. And we got really obscure because we went Larry David. You know, yeah. Larry David always goes, pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty. Went for pretty good media. Gone. No, gone. I think we ended up on like full-blown full-blown ballistics media. <laughs> I mean, I think the problem <laughs> is is that we name. think that all of our thoughts are original. Yes, nothing, you do. I nothing know. is original. Not even this podcast. There's a podcast called Making the Cut. No, about plastic surgery. Yeah, I know. It's brilliant, isn't it? So good. We should, we should make this one about plastic surgery. Well, I have got a plastic surgeon coming on. We haven't had an expert on this podcast for, for a ages. very long time, but if, if there's anyone I want on here, it's a plastic surgeon. No, it, I want work done. I found this guy, yeah. and he's local. Is he? To here, mm-hmm. so we could get him to come here, love and that. we could record with him. But we need to get our proper mics set up and everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not, I'm, um, but he is. Uh, I want liposuction on my fat back. I've got. You like, can ask him about it. You feel that? I feel, feel that it there. all the time, feel Michael. That, though, this is these, these are the bits I love. I don't like that. Bit. It's great. I can just really grab hold of that. I'm in good shape <laughs> everywhere, but there. <laughs> And I looked at it in the mirror this morning. Yeah. I angled the mirror so I could see myself from the I back. I saw you do it. Yeah. And there are two pockets of fat there. Like We all get it. Don't worry. I've got it too. You got it in different places though. I just get it like here. I don't... I like it sucked out I, once a year. I like it. Anyway, so it'd be interesting to see how much he charged me just to suck the left side out. What, with his mouth? <laughs> 
He's that good. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, spit it into spittoon. Oh, God. Bing, bing. That'd be revolting. I, anyway, I'm very happy about um, that because, you know, I'd like a nip and a tuck here and there. Yeah. Have you ever seen please that? Please don't, please don't go. Have you ever seen that film with Antonio Banderas called Banderas? Banderas? I think you'll find it's Antonio Banderas. 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 He does a, there's a film he's got called Under the Skin or The Skin I'm In or something like oh, that. Oh, I think it's Under the Skin. Under the and Skin. It, it's, it's he's a plastic really, surgeon. It's very creepy. And he has a young girl that lives with him. Yes. But that is not what's going on. You've got to watch this film, by the way, if you're interested in oh, slightly creepy thrillers. We've gone rogue. Thrillers. We've gone, We've gone rogue. rogue. This wasn't... We didn't produce this. This. Wasn't, this wasn't part of um, the plan. It's got, let me double-check what it's called, okay. because it is a really good, quirky, I think we're going to pause no, 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 we don't need while pause. you find it. No? Antonio Banderas was great. You can't call him Amber. Banderas. Banderas. Bandito? Yeah. <laughs> what is he? You just called him Barras. <laughs> the skin... Under the skin? <gasps> Under the skin. Scarlett Johansson. No. No. The skin wolf. This the is... skin I live in. Ant- Antonio Banderas. Yes. Yeah, it is Banderas. <laughs> Antonio. Um, yeah, really good. The skin I live in. 7.6 on IMDb with two hours on the clock. That's a perfect movie. Uh, anyway, we weren't going to recommend it. that, but I would definitely give it a shot. It's the a really skin... good... I live in, I'm writing it down. Quirky, odd film. And it's got a real twist in it where you go, oh. Well, it looks very creepy. The poster yeah. looks creepy. And you love creepy, don't you? I hate creepy, but I love it as well okay, at the same time. Can we watch that at some point? Yes. Good. How do we get onto that subject? Oh, plastic surgery. Yes. yes. So we'll get him on. That would be great. We'll get him on. Um, I've got oh. a few things. What? I've just, sorry, I was just thinking about plastic surgery. And then I was instantly thinking... Before you do plastic surgery, mm. make the most of your skin that yeah. you're in. Oh, see what I did there? Yeah. And because youthful-looking skin will keep you looking young, mm. even with wrinkles, if it's glowy and dewy and, you know, it looks good and you yeah. kind of look after it and everything, then you can kind of ward off the... The surgery. The, the big decisions till mm. a bit later, really look after your skin. Anyway, so I went to go and see my skin lady who looks after my skin. Mm-hmm. Excavating blackheads, like a bit of IPL, get rid of the broken blood vessels. She's amazing. Senior lady, yeah. And I said to her, please, 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 Michael, if I talk about this, please Mm -hmm. don't go off me. Okay. Oh, yeah. I won't. You asking me a question? You're not going to go off me. I don't want to go off you. No, no, no. Well, it depends what it is, but go on, fire away. Oh, God, there's a caveat. Of course there's a caveat. I mean, I don't know what you're going to say. Come on. I'm going to say it because I think it's one of the most useful things that I've heard in recent times. Well, then, then the, in list, terms the of, listeners should hear. Apart from learning about HRT, yeah. this is the next most useful thing for a woman of my age. Anybody that's listening, also please don't judge me. But I said to her, listen, I've started getting not hairs on my chin. They're not hairs, but it was like fluff. Mm-hmm. It was like white fluff. And I hadn't noticed it before because I'm deliciously short-sighted. So I would look in the mirror and I'd think, oh, you're looking great, but I can't see any detail. Yeah. And fantastically, you can't really see any detail either because you're a bit short-sighted as well. So mm-hmm. unless we're either, like, both wearing our glasses, which mm-hmm. is really unromantic, 
You don't get to see my face really close up. Fluffy. More fluffy. A fluffy face. Anyway, yeah. but the other day I put on <laughs> I put on a black polar neck jumper. Uh -huh. And the polar neck was up round my uh, neck. And contrast. I sort of looked down with my chin and I was like, what the flip is that? Like against the black. Yeah. I could see all this little furry stuff on my chin. I was like, holy crap, how long's mm. that been there? And what am I going to do about it? Obviously, can't shave, can't laser, it's fair. Mm -hmm. You can't see it, but you but you can see it. It's fluffy. That's what fluffy. you said the other yeah. day. And yeah. so I said to um, my skin lady, Frances, yeah. what do you think, like, what do I do with yeah. skin fluff? Fully shave. And she said, you, and then she looked at me and she went, dermaplane it. I was like, is that another word for shave? Mm -hmm. And she went, absolutely not. You're not shaving. That's what men do to get rid of stubble. Mm -hmm. This is a thing. Mm -hmm. It's from Asia. Mm -hmm. It's a little tool. Mm -hmm. I will post a picture of it yes. on the Entail app. Mm -hmm. But it's a tool that you rub against your skin. It is not a blade. I can rub it across my skin and, and it will not cut me. Okay. It's, not yeah. like a, it's not like a Stanley knife or yeah. something. It's not a blade. Okay. But when you rub your skin with it, it's almost like it exfoliates. Yeah. But at the same time as exfoliating, it gets rid of all the fluff. Do you, but you don't know how. I am going to dermaplane my entire <laughs> body. <laughs> I don't know how it works or why okay. it works. It costs £2.99. Right. I got it on Amazon. They come in pretty pink colours, pretty blue colours. And you colors. just rub it on your face And I rub it, and I found, I found a method. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how I found it, but I just rubbed it in a certain direction. You find the way that it works, and then you hold it again from, away from your face, and you just pull off the fluff. Okay. All the fluff is gathering on it. It's amazing because... But if I did it I on my beard, on what would makeup, happen, do you think? But you think could get rid of... Cold. You know fluff here? Yes. It, would it could tidy it. Really? I mean, you don't... No, Guys, yeah, yeah, no, you I'm don't need tidying. Yeah. But for me, have you? Could you notice? No, I couldn't. If you looked closely, well, I can now. You've mentioned now that it. I've mentioned it. Yeah, it, it looks a very nice. good, clean shave it's you've a... got there. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, it's the best don't a woman worry. can get. <laughs> I just wanted to say that yeah. this is not one of those moments where I'll go. I'm going to talk to you later about that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, good, yeah. good, good. You're yeah. off, yeah, yeah. You're off, off the, the hook. hook. Um, but, um, yes, yeah, so basically... And it's called dermaplaning. It's dermaplaning. So if you look up dermaplane... Okay. ...on... So it's a nice way of saying razor. But yeah. it's not a razor, people. Okay. It's just a not sticky it. thing. You're not shaving. Don't shave. It makes it worse. If you've got dark skin, if you have got a little beardy thing happening or a moustache happening yeah. and it's dark, get it lasered. Lasered. Absolutely get it lasered. But this is fluff. But this is white fluff. You can't laser white fluff. I wanted to get rid of it. I'm extremely happy. And it's something that women don't talk about. I am now becoming the queen of let's talk about the things yeah, that, that nobody no else talks talk about. about. Um, um, I'll take a picture of her at five o'clock just to see if there's a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> and we can let you, uh, let you know we're getting on there. <laughs> Trying, season two came out have on we, Friday. We've, we've, have we not? We've reviewed tr tr Trying, but it, it, season two came out on Friday. Oh, so I watched, season two? Yeah, so that's been in the can. I think it's only being released one episode a week, which I really don't like anymore. Like, give me I your... think it's really good. Do you? Yeah, a week's too long. Good. Like, no. every other day or something Make would be fine. Make us wait. We've got to learn to wait. Anyway, I talked about this last week. It's on Apple TV. Season two came out, and it was... 
it's funny because the opening scene is they're at a wedding and I coloured everybody's hair the day before the wedding at the salon. And then obviously oh, wow. they all went to... I think they were and filming were like, in Devon. Oh, look. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, yeah, I did that yesterday or I did that colour yesterday or whatever. So it was quite nice seeing, you know, what went on. Um, but it's really good. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Rafe Spall is fantastic must, in it. Very funny. I must get into that. Uh, Try yeah. What channel is it on? Apple TV. Apple. And, um, yeah, it's all signed in. So um, And there's there's adverts for it everywhere. I'm seeing yes, it everywhere. They're, they're really, really pushing it. And they've commissioned the third season. So and I think that's... Must be doing you very know, well. Yeah, it must yeah. be showing how well it's doing. It's all about the hair, basically, but... Um, Are you going to go in for something good. else or am I going to? Uh, yeah, you can if you like. I'm really excited about this. Okay. So, you know, we mentioned Cook... Yes. I have found a business um, Mm -hmm. and it is like Cook. It's smaller Uh and it is a food business. Uh It delivers frozen foods to your door. Okay. And it is called Potage. Okay. Do you know what Potage is or Um, what it means? Something to do with potato and age. No. Okay. My mum said, oh, mm-hmm. let's have a potage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, God, what's that? Mm-hmm. So pot- she said, oh, my God, we're obsessed by potage. It's all home-cooked food. It's absolutely delicious. It's really, really good. It's delivered to your door. Um, you can order either six meals or 12 meals. They're frozen. It's either six meals or 12 meals. But the food that they've cooked, I have never eaten anything as delicious as this. Um, I got... Salmon Massaman curry. And it was absolutely delicious. And it was made for two, but actually... Um, Let it all. What, no, no <laughs> but we did kind of eke it out between three of us. Oh, OK. It, okay. Was, it was amazing. So I said to Mum, who is this? And she went, I'm convinced they're based in Devon. OK. I said, why are you convinced they're based in Devon? And she said, because every good thing, every artisanal mm-hmm. um, thing that I get yeah. or any great piece of furniture comes from Devon. I said, Mum, that's quite vague. Like, there, there must be a way of finding out. So I went onto the website, couldn't find out where she was from and couldn't really find out enough information mm-hmm. about her. And you know how we like to share. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You know, the story. What's yeah. the story behind? Anyway, it's such a nice story. Okay. And I okay. really, really like her a lot. Mm-hmm. She's called Georgia. Mm-hmm. And she is the founder of the business and she started it when her mum broke her ankle and um, she then looked after her and she took over her kitchen and she built a bad website and started selling a different recipe every day and from that she realised that people like busy mums, people that work, people like us, um, we don't always have time to cook from scratch but we do like home cooked food Mm -hmm. and the food that you don't cook from scratch often isn't. Yes. It's often really badly processed. Yeah, yeah. You know, rubbish. So she started the business with £1,000 and it's just grown organically over the last few years. Mm -hmm. And my mum was very surprised to hear she's based in London. Oh, really? Yeah. Not not Devon? Not Devon. Okay. She's got a 15-month-old daughter and she's done it all herself. Mm. And I really love stories like that. Yeah, me too. And I cannot tell you how... Absolutely delicious it is. The, well, pa- the first packaging of all, the packaging's very nice. It's really cool, right? Yeah, they've really nailed that. Very, very nice. And it's potage.co.uk. Oh, they try and put the five they try and put five different veg in every single recipe. Uh-huh. Um, it's five pounds forty a serving, which is good, right? That's very good, yeah. You've got no waste. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all handmade. 
and I would highly recommend a 12 mil box and then you just and then you you've just it. got your food sorted yes and there's very little waste so the stuff that they use is yeah. all recyclable. Um, recyclable it's got to be these days but it just has by to be. basic default it has it? to be it's yeah like... but they are super 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 lovely people she's a lovely woman and she deserves mm-hmm. she deserves this uh, well, that, that looks great. I'm going to give Look, it a whirl. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quickly tell you about some of the meals. Okay. You've got the Massaman curry, you've got classic fish pie, you've got cod laksa with rice noodles, oh, which yeah. Gabba nice. says is amazing. Chicken leek and portobello pie. Mm-hmm. Um, the tikka masala, chicken tikka masala, apparently oh, amazing. Wow. Thai green chicken curry. I mean, there's something for everyone. Pork and fennel meatballs, which apparently and, so are amazing. Like, like it's £12 or something, that. What do you get? Like That's for two. That's for two, is it? £6 yeah. each. Okay. Oh, a lasagna. I love lasagna. And there's um, a veggie lasagna. There's beef bolognese sauce. There's oh, um, yeah. okay. vegan. There's a bit of everything. Sausage Homemade rolls. sausage rolls, chocolate brownies, sticky toffee pudding. Okay. Okay, I'm sold. Right? Yeah, sold. Yeah. Done. I have a real difficulty at the moment shopping. Um, because, you know, Monday I'm here, Tuesday I'm at St Albans, Wednesday I'm somewhere else, then I'm in a hotel, you know. I go shopping, stack my fridge up with food, and then and go waste. to work. I come home, it's all gone out of date. And it's just a bloody nightmare, oh, really. And oh, go you on, d- what are you the can, dates? Sorry, you can put these in the microwave. Oh, can you? As well as the oven. Okay. Oh, so, I, you know, 15 minutes in yeah. the microwave, yeah. which is a win-win, right? But I think, like, if you know it's home-cooked food... Mm-hmm. It's not so bad. No, no, I agree. If you don't have the time to yeah. do it and you've got your kids, this is the way forward. I, now, as you know, I like heating my cups of tea up in a microwave. Yes. I had a little cup of tea, I drink half of it and heat the other half up. Yes. I don't like microwaving food, though. I think no. I have a problem with that. Well, so I, if I, I get a lasagna, ready-made lasagna, it goes in the oven for 25 yeah, minutes. but that, I mean, that's good. It, well, you'd think it's good, but I don't know why I prefer it like that. I just do. Well, I slightly do. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Microwaves feel wrong wrong yeah <laughs> it does it feels wrong um sorry to microwave companies out there because i'm sure they're brilliant what i like i go to a, you know you go to subway and you they have like a they have i've like never a, eaten a subway have you not okay well i'll take subway at some point right? so you go to subway and they open the bread and then they put cheese in there and a few bits and pieces Chester's been. i've yeah, seen yeah. it yeah, and yeah. then they put your your subway on this tray <laughs> and they put it in a machine and they turn it on for a minute yes and the machine must like throw fire at it because it's, <laughs> it's burnt and brown. Yes. But then it's also almost microwave it simultaneously. It like seems to do two things within a minute. Wow. Like torch it and cook it. <laughs> and I think I want one of them in my house. So it's not just microwaving, it's doing something else with fire as well or something <laughs> like that. That's what I want. On the subject of food, your daughter, Tilly. Yeah. yeah. Has been talking about these things called little moons. Oh for my a god, while. forever! She keeps saying, "Can you get and me little moons?" And every time I go anywhere. to Sainsbury's, I can't get them. Anyway, she's ordered them from Ocado, and they turned up yesterday. Yes. And I said, she said, "Oh, they'd run out of a certain one, but they've got a coconut one." And did I like coconut? And I'm like, "Do I like coconut?" I'm like made of coconut. Oh. I love coconut. Oh. It's the greatest nut that you can like get. I didn't know that. Yeah. So anyway, these things are called little moons. They're artisan chocolate things sorry artisan ice say, cream things what do, what do you mean artisan well if you look at it, it says saying? artisan ice cream wrapped in a soft rice dough so uh, but i'm always interested artisan ice cream means like you just gotta have to eat this for me you it, have to it eat kind of makes me think right? of gonna, sort of french you, workers from the field i've never tried one you have a first bite okay okay what is this from what <laughs> 
What's yeah. the stuff on the outside? Coconut. Oh, the, it's chewy. The chewy thing. It's um, rice dough. Oh, wow. Okay, that's good. Oh, wow. So, oh, God, my God. It is the greatest thing. That's very nice. So, oh my God. the stuff Can that it's surrounded bit? in. So, if you can imagine, I don't, I don't know if anybody's seen those Raffaellos, which are like white Ferrero Rochers. Mm. They're white, covered in desiccated coconut, covered in white chocolate, with a oh, white chocolate cool. fondant inside, and then a nut inside that. They are great. Mm. But this is like the ice cream version of that. All I can say is that the outside of it, you know you get a Haribo. Yes. And you get like Star Mix Haribo. Mm. And you get things like Love Hearts, but they're red on the top and white and foamy underneath. It's the white foamy bit. This is like the white foamy bit mm. of that. Mm. That's, That's then a very been, good description. It's good, right? I've been mm. thinking about that all last night. Mm. And then... That white foamy bit is then covered in desiccated coconut. Mm. And inside the whole thing is a ball of coconut ice cream. Mm. They're about the size of a squash ball or a golf ball. And good Lord, they, they are. are a gift from God. So why this company aren't everywhere? Oh, no, I really... But why aren't they everywhere? Because Tilly's mm. literally, we've, we've scoured the earth to find them. Mm. 78 calories per ball, which is not bad. I mean, that would do as a little pudding for me after a dinner. That's enough. And a little coffee in one of those balls. I'd be like, bloody hell, where am I? Heston Blumenthal's. It's really good. It is really good. Now, there's you, lots of different flavours. They do a passion fruit. It's very sweet to see mm. you this animated about food. Oh, is it? They do a passion fruit and mango, and there's a few other flavours as well. But if you go onto the Ocado website, put in Little Moons. They're vegan, which will be, some people will be pleased to know. And I think you get about eight of them in a pack. Oh, but God But Tilly almighty. bought an industrial amount and yes, they've gone already. and they've eaten all of them. Yeah. Nobody likes coconut except me, which is a, also great. a gift from God. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, um, I breathed in some coconut. I'd just like to apologise very quickly because um, not only is there a monsoon happening yeah, outside, outside. Um, there's also some building works happening in a room next door mm. and the dog keeps whining <clears> because <throat> she doesn't like... The monsoon. And there's a drain pipe that hasn't been fully connected. I can, and, I can hear that. It's like it's like somebody urinating profusely yes. right in the corner of the room yes. there. Mm. But I they're mean, not. That could be happening outside. No, yeah, they're you know, not. <clears throat> um, so Little Moon's uh, vegan mochi. Mochi ice yeah, cream? Yeah, mochi. What is mochi then? The rice dough? yeah. Bloody hell, they are so good. You'd have made that up. Yeah, don't worry. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I was down at my mum and dad's mm -hmm. and I stayed there for the night and <clears throat> mum and dad have to take various pills or whatever. 
And they've got those fantastic pill dispensers, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and they both have one and yeah. they put their pills in. Parents all have pill boxes. They all have pill boxes. When do we get them? Um, when we have enough pills every day to okay. warrant putting them in a How box. How many pills do you take in a day? Um, I say? take my thyroxin. Yep, one pill. Vitamin D. Do you? Another pill. You treat, keep trying to give them to me, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Vitamin C. Another pill. And um, two magnesium at night. Okay, so five pills in total. Yep, so Four I'm already types. rattling. Okay, yes, yeah, so I'll get your pill box. So basically, you mm. know the issue that I have with the magnesium, and I don't know whether it's back to my druggy days when I used to take a lot of narcotics um, in pill form. Yes. And I think after a while, it's maybe association or something, and I gag a bit when I take... I swallow a pill. A big pill. Yeah. yeah. I don't like it. It's, it makes me feel ill. Yeah. And the magnesium pills that I've got are outrageous. Like, they are so freaking big. I don't understand, big. because I've got magnesium pills, and they're tiny compared to I'd, yours. Yeah. You must have magnesium plus a bunch of yeah. other stuff. Yeah, it's... Well, it's like mega magnesium. Yeah, because you said you want one of these, and I think, no. No, no, thanks. That's Um, like a suppository. So, Mm. my mum showed me this thing, and it's a pill cutter. Uh So, if you are given a pill, or you have to take a pill that is very, very big, which Mm -hmm. my mum has got a few of, she found this machine that Mm -hmm. you put the pill in, you shut the lid, Mm -hmm. and the shutting of the lid is what cuts the pill. Wow. It cuts the pill in half, no mess, no scattered mm. bits of drugs all over mm. the place. <clears throat> Everything stays in the box. The half a pill that's left over stays in the box. You take the half, or you, t- or you take both halves, both but they're halves, smaller yeah. and yeah. more palatable. And what's really good is she got one, she got a version that's um, lockable for kids. Okay. So <clears throat> they can't get into the pill box once you've cut the pill in half. I'm going to get one for my magnesium tablets so I can actually Seems, swallow them. Yeah. Because I've stopped taking them because I can't. Mm. I'm, I get PTSD every time I think about they taking They are quite traumatic, aren't they? They're a big pill. God. Yeah. The worst it. pills, we've talked about this before, are those little red capsules of Oh, that get stuck oh in your God, throat. That's such a bad mm. design, those mm. things. Mm. Yeah, Especially I, if you drink with a hot drink, forget it. Yeah. Because then it half melts the plastic <laughs> and it all just gets stuck. Um, I'm really bad at taking pills. Uh, so the round paracetamol, I, I break all them. You know, they've got little lines so you can snap them. I have to snap them. Just to let you know that the pill cutter was from Amazon. Oh, was it? um, Okay. It was sort of between two and three pounds. Okay, nothing major. Um, But really, Mm. a a really useful thing, especially if you've got got any elderly relatives Mm -hmm. that um, struggle taking medicine orally. Now, I did say to our lovely listeners that I was going to report back on taking magnesium, but I've slightly forgotten to take it, so oh. I must get back onto that yes. and start taking okay. it. Okay, well, I'll remind Try and take you. it consistently for a month and then see if there's any okay. big differences. I have to say, I feel pretty good at the moment. Like, I feel, like, good all round. You look good. Yeah, well, <laughs> thanks very much. So do you. <laughs> you don't, it doesn't mean okay. as much if you just come back with a so do you. Okay, I'll have you to leave it you, half an yeah, hour. Yeah, leave it half an hour. And, yeah, and say, they say, wow, you back. look great today. Yeah. Okay. You've already done that. Uh, yes, but uh, I'm, still, you know, I was just saying that I do feel pretty good at the moment. I don't really know why. Maybe it's just the beginning of summer and things like that. Um, it's hard to relate it to stuff sometimes, isn't it? I was eating a why lot do you of crap have to food. Have... Oh. And uh, I thought, and then I was waking up just feeling really groggy, and I thought, well, maybe it's food. Maybe I'm just eating too much Domino's and KFCs and things like that. It definitely, definitely and has And I an thought, effect. I'm going to eat slightly better. And maybe it's that, but maybe it's something else. But, I mean, we'll work it um, out. Do you know what's interesting mm-hmm. is I often feel that you seek reasons for the way that you feel and sometimes we just feel. Yeah, I there, agree. There might actually not be a reason. But 
I mean, I'm looking for some correlation because you think, oh, if I've done something that made me feel good, maybe I should do that a bit more. I definitely think food is it. Yeah, food is... I mean, garbage in, garbage out, right? Garbage in, garbage out. Um, You're so right. That's a hashtag. And um, Megan Rossi, Dr. Megan Mm. Rossi, who everybody should follow on Instagram if you're not already, um, you know, she is such a great advocate and ambassador for for healthy eating eating. and trying to... Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I watched, like, just an amazing documentary. It's on the BBC iPlayer at the moment that everybody should watch. And I know I always prattle on about war documentaries, and I'm sure the vast majority of our listeners are women that wouldn't necessarily be interested in a war documentary, maybe. That's patronising. It is patronising, I realise that. So I I just thought I'd say it anyway and put it out there and wait to see what I get back. But I think you've probably universally (laughs) come up with what everybody was thinking. I'm terribly sorry. Um, But... If you were thinking, oh, yes. I don't really want to watch a war documentary, I, I, just, I would urge you to watch this one. So I think it's f- five part, let me just, yeah, five episodes. It's called Once Upon a Time in Iraq. And I'll just read you the blurb from IMDb. And it says, with unique personal archive from civilians and soldiers from both sides of this conflict, the series takes viewers closer to the realities of war and life under ISIS than they had ever been before. So it roughly starts after 9-11 and the people of Iraq are being interviewed. So they've got a really good cross-section of people who are pro-the West, mm-hmm. anti-the West, pro-Saddam, mm-hmm. anti-Saddam, you know. So they've got yeah. a real good cross-section of people in there. And they basically realise that at some point, they've decided, America has decided that Iraq is going to pay the price for 9-11. Even though there's no link, really, between Iraq and 9-11, they realise that that's going to happen. And some Iraqis are very delighted about this. They think, oh, well, great, you know, something's going to happen. It's going to change everything because we desperately need change. Other than, others are just utterly terrified at what, what the prospect of the West coming yeah. in and removing Saddam Hussein. And Saddam was widely seen as... Um, a tyrant. A tyrant. Yes, absolutely. You know, and even it, by his own people, yes. he was seen as a tyrant. And mm. um, in the initial Gulf War, uh, when Iraq invaded Kuwait, well, I think Kuwait invaded Iraq originally, and then Iraq... But blew them out. And then there was an uprising in Iraq no, from southern I think Iraq. Iraq invaded Kuwait. Yes, that's right. And yeah. the Americans went in to defend yes. the Kuwaitis. Yes. Then there was an uprising in Iraq. Yes. Uh, and then Saddam Hussein killed about 80,000 of Iraqis because oh. of the uprising. Oh. He just wiped okay. them out, really. So that's when everybody thought, oh, this guy's a bit of a monster. He's prepared to kill his own people. Amongst tons of other atrocities, which you'll learn, uh, learn mm. about as you watch the documentary. So one, that is fascinating. But, the, but they the, decided to just get rid of him. Well, America. after 9-11, I think, well, obviously it was George Bush's dad that, that went to that it. first ward. So yeah. you've got, you know, some family weird things tied up in all of that. And then, obviously, George Bush is desire to for somehow to remove Saddam Hussein. And then they came up with all these evidence, I suppose, to go and do that. But it's more listening from the civilians of the Iraqis and the Iraqi soldiers from their mm. perspective. Mm. Some of them were really happy about it and couldn't wait and were super excited. But on the night they were going to get bombed, they all knew, like, all the Iraqis knew the bombs were coming that mm. night. And it must mm. be a very weird feeling to sit in your home and think, we're, we're just waiting bombed. for the sirens. Mm. And then for some people to feel happy about it, like they're waiting mm. for it to come because it'll, it'll create a revolution and then everything will be better, you know. So there's all of that tied up in there. And then there's a whole bunch of other stuff, such as, you know, when you think you might... You're, your idea is to make the world better, but you actually mm. make it worse. Yes. That's tied up in there in a really big way that they just can't possibly see. 
Anyway, obviously they go in, all the bombing takes place. There's the most amazing interviews with people who were affected by the bombs, lost limbs, lost eyes, children who were affected by it. I mean, it's so good, this documentary. Mm. And Mm. then you've got a couple of very famous reporters from the New York Times, the Washington Mm. Post, a very famous photographer that went out there and stayed out there for nine years documenting what went on. All the way through to when ISIS turned up and stuff like that. So you get so much insight that you just had no idea what was going on. But the atrocities are breathtaking. And you think, oh, World War II. I mean, it's hard to believe World War II took place and the atrocities that happened to the Jews amongst other people. And then go, oh, that happened in our lifetime. There are people still alive that happened. Well, stuff like that happened during the Iraq War. I couldn't believe it, really. It was equally as horrific as things that went on in the Second World War. And I just didn't realise that was going on. I mean, what, like torture and prisoner of war camps? horrific torture, yeah. And then this... Um, I think it's called internment when you imprison somebody without having accused them of a crime or charged them with a crime or anything that went on all the time torture was regular practice obviously and then of course when they remove saddam saddam gets captured weirdly by one of uh, the oppressed people from the uprising back in in the 90s he, he ended up finding himself in america but he, he asked the american army if he could join the war effort against saddam this is an iraqi against saddam as an interpreter, so they let him in. He's the actual guy who finds Saddam Hussein in the bunker and pulls him out and starts punching him and beating him up. And to the point where the American army go, you probably have to stop hitting him now, you know. But he's like, you killed my friends, you know, do do can't believe what you did. But Saddam comes out of this hole in the ground and basically says, you haven't, the West has no idea what hell it's unleashed by removing me. And of course he was right, because what comes after Saddam Hussein is ISIS. And I didn't know a lot about ISIS, but they call it, I think they call it ISIS in Iraq, or it might be called Al-Qaeda in Iraq. But it's, it's you have to watch it and find out. But when that happens, mm-hmm. oh my God, it is a lawless, horrific place. And it's mm-hmm. hard to believe that human beings are capable of doing these things so to each other. So even though Saddam Hussein was a terrible tyrant, he actually kept... Iraq in order. It, well, it kept it stable to a certain mm. extent. And all right, there was a lot of very unhappy people there. There was a lot of people who absolutely loved Saddam Hussein. But what came after was ten Horrific. times worse than mm. anything that was there before. And started and, an almighty war with the States and Britain. Yeah. I couldn't recommend it enough. It's five hours of breathtaking information mm. told really brilliantly by these people. You get a really interesting insight to what, mm. how the West is perceived from places like that. Mm. And then you can make up your own opinion about what you think. But I could not recommend it enough. 9.2 on IMDb. I mean, unheard of. Right? And um, there's some amazing, amazing things in there. There's this one particular Navy SEAL type thing. Or he's, yes. a, he's a Marine, but they call them a recon Marine. There's only 300 oh, of them. And they go in to do a reconnaissance yes. trip. So they go in early yes. before the actual I Marines. They said there's three. SAS, they're SAS. Kind of, yeah. Out of out of something like 300,000 Marines, yeah. there's only 3,000 recon Marines in the whole of America. I mean, can rare, I just say something? Yeah. I love the name. Oh, a recon Marine. I I'm sure that's what be, it is. A something recon like that. Marine sounds so good. But you want to see the guy. So he sits in the chair and he's got this like gilet on. His muscles are like... Yeah. Has he got anything on underneath the no. gilet? Oh, he's just so got, got his arms. Just got a bare gilet. Arms. And he's got this jet black beard, jet black hair. I mean, he looks a bit like Ant Middleton, but slightly cooler, right? Yeah. So he's he looks like, I don't know, he looks like a machine. And he says to the interviewer, and he says, um, before we start the interview, can you get me a shot of tequila? Mm. 
Oh, and the God. guy goes over and he goes, yeah, sure. And he gives him this like test tube file of tequila. And he knocks the file back and he says, give me the bottle. And the guy goes over and hands him a litre of tequila. And he, he drinks it out the bottle, puts the lid on. And he says, OK, I'm ready to talk. <laughs> he goes on to tell you some of the stuff that he did and some of the things he saw. But the guy's clearly an absolute psychopath, but given a license <laughs> to kill. It's like, who do we need in the army? Oh Total God. psychopaths. He'll do. You know, like... The God, oh God. God Almighty, he was terrifying. But I guess you think, well, those are the kind of people you need, right? When you're holding a gun yeah, and know not... how to shoot it and want to shoot it. I guess, I guess... I don't know. You know, you do, you don't really want people with no feelings. No. I mean, he, just, I mean, he talks about himself you, quite a lot. I mean, it's he's what clear. he needs. Mm. Like, it's probably what America wanted, mm. but I, I don't know, it's... But the, the overall, the overarching thing about all these things, I think, is, a, is an understanding of human behaviour, that people are capable, human beings are capable of the most horrific Horrific things. atrocities, yeah. And you could potentially argue that we are all capable of it. When push comes to shove. In the right set of circumstances, yes. we are all capable of doing really horrific things. Mm. It's hard to believe that that's the case, but this is evidence for it, you know. It's brilliant. This is why war is... Well, never good, ever. No, but I wonder if it's just unavoidable. Because that war was unavoidable, what? but it still went ahead. Well, there was no reason really to... to no, after it was 9/11. avoidable, yes. not unavoidable. I'm, I'm wondering whether it is unavoidable, though. Like, it, it's just a part of human nature. Like, it has to happen. Oh, I see. But I, I, don't, I don't understand why that war had to happen. It had nothing to do with 9-11. No, it didn't. I, that's what, I think that's what I mean. Like, it happens anyway. Like, they invent reasons for war. It's, yeah. it's bizarre. Well, I, like, I, I is think, it unavoidable? Like, they, I think leaders think that if you have a war, you stay in power. You know, Margaret Thatcher was Falklands. Yes, George it W. Did work was Kuwait. For her, George yeah. Jr. was Iraq. Mm, didn't work for him. No, but that's because they kept wanging on about yeah. weapons of mass destruction and mm. there just weren't any. <laughs> I, know. I had this mate of mine who worked for the British government, like, in a weird kind of place. And I said do you think we'll go to war in Iraq? This is about 2002. And he said, oh, yeah. He worked for the Foreign Office. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, we'll go there and we'll find weapons of mass destruction and everything will be justified. I said, really? He said, oh, yeah. He said, I've seen documents and blah, blah, blah. He said, it's going to happen. So when they never found them, he was like, Jesus Christ. He left. <laughs> You'd have to, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, anyway, it's really good. I couldn't recommend it enough. Fantastic bit of TV and well done the BBC considering it's on its knees at the moment. This was a brilliant thing it did. I'm going to keep it really highbrow. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. um, because clearly, you know, we're, we're talking about yeah. governments and yes. documentaries and ways to educate ourselves. Investigative journalism. Investigative journalism. So I am bringing you uh, the Zinnar Rotary Cutter. Oh, lawnmower? Um, it is a cutter for fabric, leather, sewing, and cord. You know, like a pe- like a pizza cutter. cutter. Yeah. It's that, but for clothes. Wow. And it doesn't... You know how scissors gather? I do. Because you like sewing. I love sewing, This yeah. is a... This is a... I'm a haberdashera. You're a haberdashera. <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> is it a thing? I don't know. I just made that up. I mean, I've heard of a haberdashery. Haberdashery. But I don't know if there's a haberdasher. There must be. A ha- no, I think it's a haberdasher. Am I a haberdasher? <laughs> okay, well, I'll Can take someone it. help us? Yeah, help us out with that. Um, yeah. So a rotary cutter mm-hmm. is just like a pizza cutter. And you roll it along and it cuts like 
beautifully through everything. Leather. Wow. Yeah, everything. And I thought, when we get the sewing station set up, yeah, yeah. which we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. I'd love, uh, I can't wait for sewing gonna station. I'm going to get you a rotary cutter. About £9. Again, Amazon. Great. Again, big shout out. To my mother, yeah, Gabba. Oh, is this her? One, another oh, yeah, one of hers? God she's, almighty, she's, she's like a researcher for this show. She's so good. Because also, everything that she finds... I, you've never known anybody hunt down things mm-hmm. on the internet like my mum does. She had a really nice loo roll holder in her bathroom. Mm-hmm. And she'd had little leather loops as handles mm-hmm. on um, drawer in the bathroom. She wanted to find something with a bit of leather on it as a loo roll holder. Yeah. She spent six months researching. She's got the best Lura holder I've ever seen in my life. Wow. So she is the one I was going, tell me every product that you have Googled yeah. in the last six months. I want to know it now. She's got, you know, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. And um, I've got one more big thing I want to talk okay. about, though. Can I tell you quickly? Yeah, yeah, sure. got a couple of little things. So, so. my my mum and dad are best friends with Paula and Giles Padmore. Mm-hmm. And they live down in Gosport. And they are lovely people. Mm-hmm. But they are really interesting because um, a few years back, Giles Padmore got in touch with a gentleman in Tokyo about his company, and it is called Ironheart. And Ironheart is um, a denim kind of bikers. Yeah, I like the name. Quite niche. Yep. Um, denim, like beautiful dark denim company. Mm. They're not shrink to fit. They are already shrunk shrunk mm-hmm. but they are just super super nice um you know when a brand is really passionate about what they do yes and you know how the japanese get into one thing and they yeah. get really fixated on that one thing and they make it absolutely mm-hmm. perfect well this is what this guy is obsessed with his uh, denim and he he wants to make it absolutely perfect so what they do mm-hmm. is they'll do repairs for you you can send your denim to gospel and they'll repair it beautifully if you send them the dimensions of your wallet Mm -hmm. they will slightly distress an outline of your wallet for your back pocket pocket. wow i love that yeah um oh yo graham heron who is our friend has just walked in he's doing our blinds he's the blinds man yeah if you want blinds, go and see Graham Heron on Instagram. Yes. He's too busy. It's, it's, but, you, you know, they can c- save up and yes. come and see you. Next, you know. Yeah. So he's put a salad in our fridge. Yeah. Um, are you on a, some kind of health kick? Is that what you're doing? Trying to lose some of the, the weight? Yeah. We, we were always the skinniest guys in Leyland, me yeah. and you, weren't we? You're still skinny. We were very active, yeah. Like, we what does that mean? You did we that were, kind we of look like lads. we oh. were very active. <laughs> Doing all them press ups. Yeah, yeah. Okay, get your salad. Iron Heart was started in 2002, mm-hmm. and it was started in Japan, and it was started by a man called Mr. Haraki. And I don't want to get his first name wrong, so I'm going to call him Mr. Haraki. Okay, great. And Giles um, then took it over with um, Paula, his wife, and they set up this international business um, from Gosport, where my mum and dad Mm -hmm. live. Gos Vegas, we like to call it. Um, And over the years, it has grown and grown and grown. And now Mm -hmm. they are just expanding and expanding and expanding. And they have amazing denim. If you are a biker or you like the biker look, or kind of a cowboy. It's not the super skinny jeans. It's I'm not a biker. super. Mm. Well, you are a biker, and mm. I said that you would love um, Giles. He's got like 
loads of bikes in the office and everything. Mm, and these type of jeans yeah. are so nice to wear. They've got lots of denim shirts, mm-hmm. lots of pop-down um, yeah, button-down yeah. um, pockets on the shirts. Yes. And they do fantastic leather jackets. I mean, really gorgeous. They also do um, sort of biker boots mm-hmm. and footwear. And they also have jewellery. Um, they've got um, wallets and things like that. Can you click on belts? I need a belt, basically. Um, and I saw there, shop belts, accessories. Belts. Um, I'm really struggling with a good belt at the moment. I but need, like, you would three want belts. something quite narrow, wouldn't you? Because these are all mm. fairly Western. No, no, I think that would be. I like this the gold, one's nice. gold buckles there. So they Whoa. are all... Well, it's all quite expensive it's because fair, yeah. it is all very, very high-end. So yeah. a belt's like 174 quid. Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff that I really nice. like are the jackets. Mm-hmm. So this is ironheart.co.uk. For those ironheart.co.uk. The biker jackets, they do, they're very expensive, but they are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do a denim jacket in the I mean, form of a nice. biker jacket, yeah. which is 332 quid. But they do it in an extra small. I might... Um could treat myself at some point too maybe and they do a really nice flight jacket um which is you know kind of with the the leather but they also do that kind of quite straight they do windbreakers they do the quilted jackets a bit like a barber Mm, they also do what are these called harrington harrington jacket Mm. oh there you go it's got the name under it um i love the chino tanker jacket really cool they do those in lots of different colors more, they do bomber jackets, which are really cool. Sorry, a corduroy tanker jacket. Yes. Oh, I love corduroy. I mean, they do a lot of corduroy. Do they? Yes, and they do a corduroy, like um, a denim jacket, oh, like the Levi's yeah. ones. They oh. do the tiny weenie. If I had a clothes shop, it would just be called corduroy, and everything in it would be made of cord. Well, I, I'm going to get you onto be because I'll get you onto Giles because mm-hmm. they have extra small. Yes, I noticed. I just which saw is what the you need. There. I do. And the corduroy jackets are to die for. I would love a corduroy jacket. Okay, well, I'm going to take you down there. Okay, great. Take and me we, down there. Anyway, ironheart.co.uk. If you, I mean, these are these are special treat jackets, but they are made so well because. They are made by people who are unbelievably passionate and, and about... totally specialised, right? Now, isn't that nice that Graham Heron is here? Mm, yeah. And you are just about to talk about something that he told me this? to talk about in this podcast. Yeah, so Graham Heron had sent us a message because I was looking for a small wallet and then he sent you a message and you reviewed these on the podcast. They were called Sacred, I think, or Sacred Wallets slimwalletjunkie.com they're on there and londonluggage.co.uk are on there they're quite expensive aren't they they're more expensive than I thought like Mm. £74 for this one Mm. I think so it's a mini leather wallet thing and we've already talked about it but just by a weird coincidence for my birthday I mean such a coincidence I'm I'm calling it wallet gate at the moment because what happened uh, listeners is that Davina here bought me a wallet for my birthday from Paul Smith very nice wallet with all my favourite colours in it and obviously very swanky and stripy, all the areas for everything. And I thought, oh, that's nice. I've got myself a new wallet. And then my dad turned up with one of these sacred wallets. But what was weird is that I, and I had just literally recommended it two days before. And my dad hadn't listened to the podcast or anything like that. He just stumbled across this. 
And this, I, it's okay, you like it better. This gave me a big problem, really. So whose wallet was I going to use? Who did I like the most? I think your Which dad wallet won. was the best? It's okay. <laughs> well, because, I'll tell you why your, yeah. your dad won. Why? It's so tiny. It is tiny. And that's and then what you wanted. It's got these levers that you pop up and your cards pop up like that. And then you can get them out without having to cut your thumbs to bits. So anyway, that is what's happened. So I'm going to keep the Paul Smith wallet, obviously, on standby. It can, be, it can be for high days and holidays. Exactly, right? The sacred wallet I've got, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I would double recommend it. To, double recommend. Uh, to the listeners out there. Wow. Um, I don't think there's anything else. I've got a quick shout a few shout Oh, outs. go on then. Let's do a quick few shout um, Brandon Nichols wants to say that uh, we were talking about the blaze candles. Oh, And I yeah. recently posted that my new miserable had arrived because yeah. I'd burnt the other one to to the end mm-hmm. but he said the range yeah uh, we love the range he said the range also does some really good candles uh, if you like that kind of smell because we were saying the other day so many candles are so sweet and the candle sandalwood and jasmine from the range is very nice okay but also sainsbury's do a really nice range of candles <laughs> um that smell nice the purple ones that are over there and those candlestick holders ah. they are from sainsbury's also yeah. Um, Heidi Plum, who uh-huh. was very pleased because we did pronounce her name right, and she said we are uh, some of the very few people that have pronounced her name right. She's very happy about that. Oh, well, good. Um, Palm Springs, she's recommending Palm Springs. It's on IMDb. It got a 7.3, and she loved it as a movie. Oh, wow, great. And um, we'd already seen Peanut Butter Falcon that she'd recommended. Yeah, yeah. So she said, here's another one. Okay, good. Good for the whole family. Yes. Really good fun. Fits our criteria. Um, Claire... Uh, couldn't find the surname. It also says that Halston, Halston, Halston on Amazon Prime is an amazing insight into the 80s. Mm. Um, it gets uh, um, 6.7. 6.7 on IMDb and it's 1 hour 45. I'd quite like Bingo. to see something on on the fashion industry in the 80s because I was a model agent and, yeah. it, and it would kind of be quite... Oh, the 80s was the last original decade it as was. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It was. Yeah. And then Catherine Edwards very kindly wrote in um, and told us about The Father, which I have heard about. It's a Tony Hopkins, Olivia Coleman oh, film. Oh, is it? Apparently it is absolutely amazing. It's about... Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Hmm. I call him Tony Hopkins. You, you um, and Tone. Me and Tone. It's about a father and daughter There's, and the father's got dementia. It's won some awards, I think, hasn't it? I don't think I can watch it. Okay. I'd like to watch that. And the other thing is he's in The Two Popes as well, I think, isn't yes. he? Yes. And I do quite... I love Anthony Hopkins. He's like he's fantastic. So, well, maybe we should watch both of those. And if you don't want to watch um, I don't know. I think I father, might just cry too much. Yeah, well, that's all right. It might be good for you. It might be quite cathartic to get it out. Yeah, could, but you know what I I'm could, like. You like, soothe you in some way. Oh, with okay. Some kind of towel on your head or okay. something like that. Yeah. I mean, we should watch it, I think. It might okay. be good. Okay, but anyway, thank you very much for your shout-outs. Somebody else did send me one to my address, called Mm. uh, someone called Bod81, and she said, I simply must recommend a parody song on YouTube (coughs) called The Menopause Rhapsody by Shirley. It's really funny. And she says, although I think there needs to be a follow-up done on the wonders of HRT. I agree. (laughs) Is it funny? It it is. It's very long. It's very long. Bohemian Rhapsody is a really long song. But go on and listen to that. But it's also, I know why she's saying that, because... It's really depressing. Like, if you were heading... If you were in your early 40s or yes, you thought and you, were you were heading, heading towards, towards the menopause, you wouldn't want to watch it mm. because it is all true bleak. but really bleak. Yeah. And actually, you do need to have a follow-up one. Mm. Um, that perks you up a bit. Yeah. So one, you could yeah. do the um, Jackson song. Okay. H-R-T, 
It's easy as one, two, three. You know, something like that. That's uh, very good. Oh, thanks. Yeah. OK, I'll, I'll give it some thought. OK, thanks. I'll process it through GarageBand and see what comes out. Great. Um, thanks very much, everybody. Always a treat. Thank um, you. And it is Monday today. And I'm going to go and order some potage. Are you? I think potage is the word for soup. Well, you're a Frenchie, aren't you? So. I, I think it is. I've, I lost is my confidence soup? earlier. Is soup not um, just a French word? Um, pot- non. So, soup? No. Potage uh, translation. Uh, soup. Soup I, think it's, I think it Au is favor. the word. I've lost, because I haven't been for so long. Potager. Is a vegetable garden. Is a vegetable garden. But I don't want potager. No. Protager. That's a different thing altogether. Um, um, we're okay. going to look this up, people. And, I feel embarrassed um, that I oh. don't know. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Ah! It is soup. It is soup. God damn it. You're really good at this stuff. Okay, I'm really happy. Uh, de potage, s'il vous plaît. Oui. What kind of potage? Tomato. Tomate. <laughs> tomate. Potage tomate. Potage tomate. De. De potage tomate, s'il vous plaît. Merci. Um, all right, enough of this. Uh, speak to you very, very soon, everybody, on the Instagrams oui. or back here. And, oui. Uh, au revoir. À bientôt. Au revoir. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.